Welcome to Finding the More Ministries. In this series, Knowing More of God, we will take a look at the different attributes of our Heavenly Father. Join us each week as we experience more of Him. And now for this week's thought. On this week's episode of To Know God More, we will look at our wise Lord. For us to understand that God is wise, we must know that wisdom means knowledge with capacity to make use of it. So God exemplifies that very definition because he has the knowledge with capacity to make use of it because he created it all. God has made everything, even man. So even our own wisdom, in which we believe we have, is not our own but it comes from either God or it comes from our fleshly desires. In scripture, we learn of Solomon, who is known as one of the most wisest men that ever lived. Solomon was the son of David, who was a man after God's own heart. And when Solomon came into authority to be king of the nation, he was offered a fulfillment of one request by God. But rather than ask for money or ask for power, he requested that God would give him wisdom and the ability to apply that wisdom in ruling over God's people. In 1 Kings 3, 9 through 13, it says, Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great a people? And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, and hast not asked for thyself long life, neither asked riches for thyself, nor hast asked the life of your enemies, but hath asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment, behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and understanding heart, so that there is none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. And I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall be not any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. You see, Solomon, because he didn't ask for things that would further him, he didn't ask for God to give him the things of this world, but he asked God to give him godly wisdom to rule God's people. God in turn not only gave him that wisdom, but he honored him and gave him the things he didn't ask for, such as worldly goods and riches and honor. And Solomon went on to document the book of Proverbs, words of wisdom for us to live by. And it's very important for us to realize that those are words of wisdom for us, ways in which we will be wise if we apply them to our life. Our wise Lord is always at work around us. We may not always understand what is going on or why we are where we are or what we may be enduring, but God is always wise. God is always doing something great because his wisdom far exceeds our understanding. You see, we're looking at one small piece of a big puzzle that God already has put together. And he knows where our pieces need to fit in order for everything to come as it should. 
In the book of Genesis, Pharaoh has a very disturbing dream. And he goes and he seeks out among his kingdom the wise men and the magicians to explain to him this dream. But there's no one who can explain it to him. They don't understand the interpretation to give to him. And then they recall that there is a young man named Joseph who is in the prison who was able to interpret dreams for two of the prisoners. So they call Joseph and they clean him up and they bring him before Pharaoh. And Pharaoh says that he's been told that he is someone who can interpret this dream. And Joseph tells him that it is not him that can interpret the dream, but his God can reveal the meaning of the dream to him. So Joseph unveils the events and concludes exactly what's going to happen in Egypt about the famine and about the years of plenty and how they need to move forward so that the Egyptians and so that the people will survive this great famine that's coming. And so Pharaoh reaches out and he calls to Joseph and says, you will now become the second just under me in command. So Joseph went from prison being second in command to Pharaoh because he knew that God was with him, because he trusted in God's wisdom to reveal what needed to be told. Now Joseph is a young man who had seen his life go from being the favorite of his father to all the way of being sold into slavery to coming under favor to them being lied upon and being thrown in prison. So Joseph's life was not exactly what he thought it was going to be. As a very young man, he had dreams that even his brothers and father would bow before him. And now, here he was, he was not only been a servant and lied upon and thrown in prison, but he didn't see a way out. But yet on this day, because he had faith and believed in the wisdom of God, he now was becoming second in command to Pharaoh. And because of his trust in the Lord, God was able to give him the wisdom that he needed to not only take care of him and his family, but also of a great nation from a famine that was to come. You see, I'm sure when Joseph was sold into slavery, he thought, God, why? What is going on? And then when he sought favor and he started doing well, I'm sure he, he was starting to feel like he was back where God wanted him. But that moment, he was then lied upon and thrown into prison. See, he may not have understood why God had given him those visions, why God had given him these thoughts of promise, only for him now to be in the bottom cell of the prison. But even in prison, God gave him favor to those in charge. So Joseph was always by the wisdom of God on the path to where he designed him to be. And if you want to read it, it's in Genesis 41, and I encourage you to go back and to read it and to read the story of Joseph's life about how our wise God knew that Joseph was the man for the job, but he also knew he needed to grow to get to where he needed to be so that he could fulfill the purpose God had for his life. The Bible teaches us in Exodus that God gives us instruction. He gives us wisdom to fulfill the things that he has called us to. In Exodus, God gives very clear instructions 
to Moses on how the sanctuary is to look. He gives very specific instructions for how each instrument for God's purpose is to be crafted for his service. Even down to the exact details of the garments that are to be worn when they give sacrifice and offerings before the Lord. And then God declares that he has given the workers the wisdom to make it all according to his instructions. So if we look at Exodus 31 and 6, it says, And I, behold, I have given with him Aholiab, the son of Ahishamach, of the tribe of Dan. And in the hearts of all that are wise-hearted, I have put wisdom, that they may make all that I have commanded thee. And then in Exodus 35, 10, he says, And every wise-hearted among you shall come and make all that the Lord hath commanded. And in Exodus 36, 1, it says, Then wrought Bezalel and Holiab, and every wise-hearted man in whom the Lord put wisdom and understanding to know how to work all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary, according to all that the Lord had commanded. So when the Lord commanded these very specific instructions for all the things of the sanctuary, he also provided the wisdom in the hearts of man that they would be able to fulfill those instructions. You see, there's many times that we want to take shortcuts. We want to do things our own way by our wisdom and our logic on how we think we need to get there and on how we think things should go. But that is not according to God's plan. Isaiah 5 and 21 states, Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. You see, we can't rationalize by our own human concepts or what we see on what is right. We can take and let our emotions override what is wise and make us conclude things that are not right according to God. We cannot be wise in our own eyes according to our own opinions because the only true wisdom comes from the Lord. Scripture teaches us that God confounds the wise of this world. In 1 Corinthians 1 and 21 through 27, it states, For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. We preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks its foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men and then in verse 27 it says but God have chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and God have chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty see we live in a culture where we want to know it all we break down and rationalize everything in a hope to comprehend and understand it all. But that is not true of God or His ways. We cannot just justify 
our lives by our own opinions or truths. We cannot bring him down, God, to our own feeble understanding. The creator of all the universe is not a being that we can place into a box and pull down our feeble thoughts and say, this is what God thinks. In Psalms 147, three to five, it says, he healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. He telleth the number of the stars. He calleth them all by their names. Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. You see, God, as we learned earlier in our podcast, is able to see all of time. He is omnipresent. Therefore, He sees from the beginning to the end, and He understands where we all fit in and what all needs to take place. And we cannot dare imagine that the very God who has named every star and knows them specifically could be limited by what we can comprehend in our human minds. God goes on to tell us in Isaiah 55, 7 through 9, Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord. Did you catch that? the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways saith the Lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts our very thoughts are limited by our human flesh and yet we serve a God who is above that we serve a God who has ways that we cannot begin to understand see we would have never understood that the very young man that he had given the promise of the dream to to be in charge one day would have to endure some things to prepare him to know how to one day be second in command to Pharaoh to save not only God's people, but to save the nations from a famine. I, for one, am grateful that God is beyond my earthly wisdom. I rejoice that He loves us enough that He has made a way of salvation something that we are able to comprehend. And it doesn't come by how smart we are or how strong we are or how powerful we are. But our salvation is given to us in love and is given to us in a way that the Holy Spirit reveals it and calls us to Him because our wise Lord understands our needs. I'm grateful that God in all of His wisdom knew that I could not obey or keep the law. And He loved us enough to send us a Savior, His only Son, to make a way for us and then to give us his word in which if we ask and seek, the Holy Spirit will help reveal and help us to understand his word, not by our human flesh, but by our spirit that lives within us through our redemption in Jesus Christ. I am grateful for the wisdom of a father who knows that I am not smart enough to do it on my own, but that I need him in his wisdom. So I hope that we will always praise our wise Father for the wisdom 
in which he imparts to us that we one day can be with him. The Finding a More family would like to thank you for connecting with us today. You can find us at www.findingthemore.org or on any of our social media platforms at Finding the More. Our prayer is that you experience the more in Jesus.